Are you all excited? If you're excited, can we praise the Lord today? Hallelujah. Because I am excited. We are continuing our series in Deuteronomy, and now I'm in chapter 8. Last week, Pastor Joss was able to articulately deliver the message of the Lord, remembering the calling. And now we're going to focus on how the Lord is going to provide us, provide us in the midst of the troubles that we face every single day. So thank you, Pastor Joss and Pastor June, for such wonderful prayers and pastoral prayer. Palakpakan natin sila. Our Levites have been very, very anointed this morning. I really felt the Spirit of God. Thank you for your hard work. Salamat sa inyong pagpupuri sa Panginoon araw-araw. And today, Pastor Jojo is in Davao, and he's sending his hi and hello to everyone. He's been uh, roaming around the country and making sure that we're able to expand and make impacts to those lands in the Philippines. Hi, Pastor Jojo, if you're watching, we are praying for you there in Pastor Leo. Praise the Lord. Very busy po ang church at nag inner healing pa rin ho tayo every Saturday. Ang ating sidewalks po ngayon ang, ang nakasalang. And yesterday, I think, there was a J2J graduation. Salamat sapagat marami na namang pumunta at lumapit sa panan ng Diyos. Purihin natin ang ating Panginoon. Lighthouse has been expanding and we are supposed to be part of that expansion. Praise God. Now, we look into the very central message of Deuteronomy chapter 8. It said there, You shall remember the Lord your God for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your forefathers as it is this day. The key words there is remember. He gives you the power to get wealth, that he may confirm. There is a condition that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your father to your forefathers. The Lord is trying to tell us that we have to remember his goodness so that we can experience the wealth that he has promised for us. If we will not remember and forget the goodness of the Lord, the Lord will be offended. Are you with me? That is why the Lord is reminding us to remember His goodness. Kailan ka huling nagkasakit na pinagaling ka ng Panginoon? Kailan ka hi, hi, nagkautang na binayaran ng Panginoon? Kailan ka nagkaroon ng matinding problema sa relationship that God has restored it? Remember the goodness of the Lord so that He can confirm His promise to the forefathers, which is to give you the power to get wealth. Are you ready to have the power to get wealth? because I am ready. Hallelujah. I came across a post in Facebook, and it says, Do not leave your mobiles, purses, wallets, handbags, unattended. Others may think it is an answer. It is an answer to their prayers. We just need to be aligned the meaning of the power to get wealth. We don't get our neighbors purses and bags because that's not the power to get wealth. Hindi yan galing sa katabi mong upuan. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo na hawakan mong mahigpit yan, kapatid. Okay? 
We are continuing to understand the study and study Israel's state of heart after they were freed by God from Egypt's slavery and relate it to our current state as followers in Christ. I wouldn't be expositing Deuteronomy because we know the story. It has been exposited very well. But it was the time that Israel is going through the wilderness. The main problem is that Israel wants to reach the promised land but does not want to change their hearts. They want to experience the blessings without working hard for it. Instead, they whine more. They became proud and wicked before the eyes of God. Some Christians today have these mindsets too. We want to benefit, or we want the benefit of being Christians, but we don't want the hard part of going through the challenges to obey where God leads us to. We don't want to sacrifice so God is pleased and glorified. Gusto nating sumweldo, pero ayaw nating magtrabaho. Amen? Gusto nating tumanggap ng tumanggap, and that is what Israel's mind set during the time. It is their heart state. It is the state of their hearts during that time. They want just to receive and receive, but they don't want to be obliged in serving God. Sometimes ganun tayo. We don't want to be obliged. We just wanted to be blessed and be blessed. So the title of the sermon today is Remember the Provision, Humble the Heart. Because when we are blessed, sometimes we forget that it is not our strength and our strong attributes that place us to that certain place. It is the power of God. Pag sobrang dami natin pagpapala, minsan nakakalimunan natin ang ating Panginoon. Amen? At minsan sinasabi natin na kasi magaling ako, kasi matalino ako, kasi I can do this and I can do that. That's why I'm here today in this state of my life. Remember the provision, humble the heart. The main message of this is summarized into three in Deuteronomy chapter 8, or two parts. First, God is working on building humility in Israel. First verse to the fifth verse, Israel was humbled and tested. Verse 6 to 10, their destination is prepared. Imagine, even before, because the Lord promised them about the, the promised land, which is Canaan, even before the Lord already answered their prayers. Hindi pa sila nakakarating, nakaabang na ang pagpapala. Listen to that, ha? Very carefully. The second part is that God warns Israel against pride. Warning of pride when blessed. In verse 11 and 18, there is penalty of pride when blessed. To sum it up, it is humility, provision, and warning against pride. Listen to this. The extent of God's love to his creation is beyond measure. God prepares the heart of his people before allowing them to see his promised future. He does not prepare the promised future while we are in the promise of transformation. He leads us to be transformed because he does not want to see his children go a separate way from the, war, from the reward he's already prepared for. We're going to talk about four points 
later on. But before that, I'd like to lead us to prayer. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, may we receive your word today with humility, with love, with openness, so that we can be transformed, corrected, be renewed, and be aligned to your word as we move forward to that destination that you have planned, prepared for us. I pray that your spirit, Lord, would just move in our midst that, so that we may be able to see the motives of your heart, the intention of your heart, and it will become the motive and intentions of our hearts. May we serve you, Lord, with our strength. May we serve you, Lord, with our lives. And may this life become a testimony to the rest of the world so that more will come to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's continue. In verse 10 it says, And you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Our posture when we are blessed must be of utmost gratefulness. Because as a default to most human beings, we oftentimes forget to thank God in our prosperity but complains during our hard times. We should always remember God when we can eat on time. When we can afford to buy our favorite clothing styles. When we can travel. When we can save to buy our dream gadgets. Pair of shoes. When we can send our children to school healed of sickness and alive to see a new day again. Because God intended us to be blessed, we have to develop and maintain a heart of gratefulness. So the, fir the first action that we have to be doing is gratefulness as a response to God's provision. Are we grateful to the provisions of the Lord? Whatever your situation right now, have we expressed gratefulness in the eyes of God? If you keep score of the two, are we grateful or complain more? If we keep score of the two, who should be winning? Mas nagko-complain ba tayo o mas grateful tayo sa mga pagpapala sa atin ng Panginoon? Okay na sana yung litsyon kasi may kasalan. Okay na sana yung litsyon eh. Kaso medyo maalat yung bandang tenga. Yung may time ka pang tikman lahat ng parts ng litsyon. Okay sana yung cake na pinadal niya sa akin, pero parang matabang. Gratefulness. Instead of thanking the Lord for the blessings that we have received, we sometimes complain. I am guilty of that too. Na parang ang layo na nang narating mo sa buhay dahil sa kabutihan ng Panginoon. Pero you always compare yourself with people around you. Can we just compare ourselves or our past selves? So that we can more thank, we can be more thankful and grateful to how the Lord has formed and honed you to be a person you are today. For 40 years, God allowed Israel to wander not because He can bring them quickly to Canaan, but because He was teaching them to be grateful and humble. A proud heart is an ungrateful heart. Dapat lang magprovide ang Dios kasi inalis-alis niya kami sa Egypto eh. The first business of God before He opens up the door of His promise is educating us. The Lord wants us to be educated of humility and gratefulness so that when the blessing has been given to us, our hearts are prepared. Hindi tayo magmalaki. Hindi tayo 
magiging maliit na ang tingin natin sa mga taong nakapaligid sa atin kasi mas nakakaangat na tayo sa kanila. Kapag nasa traffic kayo, pansinin ninyo, pag medyo maliit kang sasakyan, binubuli ka ng mga malalaking sasakyan. At minsan kapag malaki ang sasakyan nating dala, tayo ang nangbubuli ng mga maliliit na sasakyan. That is pride, brothers and sisters. We have to be grateful that the Lord has provided us with transportation para hindi tayo maulanan. But we don't bully people around us. Instead, we have to be thankful because the Lord has given us that opportunity and privilege to have a very comfortable life. The first business of God is to educate Egypt. Be humble and be grateful because when we start to reflect gratefulness in our response to God's benevolence, we start to thank Him for everything we have in our lives, good or not so good things. Steve Fuller would teach us five steps to thank God. He said, ask for Spirit's help. The goal of thanksgiving is to seeing and feeling the glory of God's mercy. And we can't do that without the Spirit's work. Are you getting me? The goal of thanksgiving is to see and feel the mercy of God. When we thank the Lord, we have to see and feel His mercy. The only way for us to see and feel the mercy of God is by asking the Spirit to, Lord, teach me how to feel and see your mercy. I am here today because of your grace. Second, he said, ponder the value of God's gift. Consider the value of each gift. Think about health, your friends, the food in front of you. Think especially about the Savior whose death paid for your sins and purchased fullness of joy in Him forever. Number three, he said, think about the mercy of God's gift. Not only do we not deserve these gifts, nobody deserves any gift because we are, we are supposed to be deserving with judgment. Ask God to help you see that so you feel more wonder at the grace and mercy displayed in this blood-bought gift. Hallelujah. Number four, he said, do this until you see and feel more of God's gracious mercy. Do it over and over again until you are reminded that you have to thank God for whatever you have today. Whether it's health, relationship, financial provision, work, growth in your business, whatever it is. Thank the Lord over and over again. Do not stop thanking the Lord. Because when you do that, you start to see the grace of God more clearly. You don't attribute your success to yourself. You don't attribute your, your success to your strength. But you attribute your success to Him who is the source of all things. Can we give glory to the Lord? And express your thanksgiving and joyful praise to God. So pag nagpupuri tayo sa Panginoon, dapat thankful. Amen? Yung mas thankful, mas maganda tayong magpuri pag nagzuzumba eh. Parang mas yung expressive yung ating mga katawan. Pero sa pagpupuri sa Panginoon, hindi tayo makakembot. Are you with me? Yung 
Ano ba yan? Parang may problema na naman yung LED natin. Hindi tuloy ako makakonsentrate sa pagpupuri. Mga medyo technical ang dating. We have to thank the Lord always and give Him praise when we thank Him. Gratitude is like glasses as it helps us to see the glory of God's mercy more clearly, sabi ni Steve Fuller. Diba? If we thank the Lord, the blessing of the Lord is clear to us. This is all by God's mercy alone. So we are challenged to express that gratitude at any given point in time. Without gratitude, we are blinded with pride and self-centeredness. Attribute our success to ourselves, and that disconnects us to the very source, who is Jesus, of whatever you have right now. In, in verse 6 it says, So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in His ways and fearing Him, and by fearing Him. David Guzik comments that, if Israel would put their focus on every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord, then the Lord would take care, take care of all the material things and bring them into a materially abundant land. God is not against material things, listen to this, except when they come between Him and us. God wanted to materially bless a spiritually obedient Israel. We have to be obedient to the word of the Lord. We have to be obedient to the commands of God. We have to be obedient to the precepts of the Lord so that the Lord will materially bless us. That is His promise. Kaya hindi ako naniniwala na okay lang na magpakahirap ka bilang isang pastor tapos gusot-gusot ang damit mo, butas-butas yung shirts mo. I don't believe in that. Because God has promised prosperity. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't, take it away or take away our relationship to the Lord. It should bind us more with God. The question now is, how do we develop obedience? It is by impressing God's Word in our hearts. To maintain and be reminded of that posture of gratefulness and humility, the power of God's Word must be lived out by His people. Lived out by His people. You are a walking Bible. And reading is the first step to create this habit until the Word of God is ingrained in us. How often do we read our Bibles? An article through social science and medicine journals written by Bavishi, Slade, and Le Levy says that effective reading averages 34 minutes a day and constitutes 20% of human survival. You are not required to read the entire day. Read 34 minutes a day. 12 in the morning, 12 in the afternoon, 10 minutes in the evening before you sleep. Reading also is positively associated with higher language and cognitive activity in the brain. The benefits would include brain strength, New skills and knowledge, increased attention and concentration levels, better sleep, vocabulary booster, and even empathy. Screen, on the other hand, deprive us of sleep 
increase our temper and distracts us to be more productive. Lalo na ang daming series ngayon sa Netflix. Let's ponder on this one. When we start to read and live on God's Word, our hearts will develop the attitude of obedience that enhances and flourishes our faith in Him. The seed of faith that was planted in our hearts will start to sprout and grow, flower and bear fruits only when we completely and consistently obey the Lord. Meron ka bang tinatagong kasalanan sa iyong puso? Are you completely surrendered to the Lord? Have you given your life really to God? Or there is something that you are hiding and you don't want to be uprooted because you are still enjoying it at the moment. Completely and consistently obey the Lord. Hindi yung pag naisipan lang. Meron kasi akong prayer request eh. I will obey the Lord. Meron kasi akong uh, nililigawan sa church. I will obey the Lord. Parang ako yan dati. What areas in our lives that we need to surrender so the stronghold of disobedience and chain of ungratefulness will be broken? Anong area ang nais nating ipatanggal sa Panginoon? The man that believes, sabi ni, ni, ni Tozer, the man that believes will obey. Failure to obey is convincing proof that there is no true faith present. In his book, Man, the Dwelling Place of God, he added, To attempt the impossible, God must give faith to the obedient heart only. Where real repentance is, there is obedience. Listen to this. For repentance is not only sorrow for past failures and sins, it is a determination to begin now to do the will of God as He reveals it to us. Christian Wedrell would have a practical tips or ways to impress God's words. She said, reading and studying the Bible regularly. Regularly. Hindi lang pag Sunday, pag nagsasabi si Pastor, let us open our Bible in the book of a, ano read ka na? Regularly naman, every Sunday. <laughs> Amen? Memorizing Scripture. Praying through the Scripture. You claim the prayer because it has been promised in the Word of the Lord. Lord, sinabi mo, Panginoon, sa ganito, sinabi mo sa ganito, Panginoon, that you are going to heal me and that you are going to provide me. Lord, I claim that as mine, as mine today. Pray through the Scripture. Meditating God's Word. Our minds should always be focused. Nagdadrive ka, salamat, Panginoon, sa iyong kabutihan. Naglalaba ka, sasabihin mo, salamat, Panginoon, may tubig kami. Yung iba, wala. But you're not thankful na ang iba, wala, ha? Salamat, Lord, na napagluluto ko, Panginoon, kompleto ang spices, may sibuyas, may, may kamatis. Yung iba, Lord, bawang lang. Mabango na. Applying God's Word, and lastly, applying God's Word to our lives. It has to reflect the way we act, the way we talk, the way we deal with people, the way we deal with strangers, la luna. Yung mga 
mga security guards, yung mga teller ng bangko. Amen? Nasaan yung manager mo? Kanina pa yung order namin dito, ah. hindi pa rin dumadating. Applying the Word of God. Yung sa kalye, sa, sa church, ang talagang hallelujah, pero sa kalye, gaganong-ganong ko, para kang snake. Like you're owning or you own the, the road. Applying the Word of God. In verse 11, it says, Take her lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments and His rules and His statutes which I command you today. The third point there is, forget not all His benefits. Why did God remind Israel to not forget about His goodness? Why would God remind them to keep His commandments? Because God knows that the enemy will never stop or will always do His best to redirect us when we are in the cloud nine of triumph. Remember David? Remember, uh, do you remember the dreamer? Yumabang siya dahil binigyan siya ng Panginoon ng magandang panaginip. There was a tradition in Rome, ang ganda nito, that after a military commander returned from a victorious battle, he would parade the streets of Rome and with all the cheering and accolades from the people, and he would proudly ride on his chariot. Tradition states that he has a companion in his chariot who continues to recite the phrase, Memento Mori. Memento Mori. So when people are cheering, uh, parang, Mabuhay ka, General! Ang galing mo, General! May isang nagsasabi doon, Memento Mori. Which is in Latin phrase meaning, you are only a mortal. Or you are going to die. So everyone else is cheering for the general, but there is always someone to remind him that he is, after all, human and mortal. And it keeps his head leveled to the ground. Forget not all his benefits. It is not by your strength. It is not by your intellect. It is not by your educational attainment. It is not by your position. It is by the grace of God alone. Do not forget God in our triumph and our pains because Satan is proactively operating to send such temptations to defeat us. When we listen to the crowd of appreciation and forget God's reminder of humility and gratefulness, this is the beginning of our end. Forget not all his benefits. Laurie Stewart is convinced The forgetting leads to unbelief, then rebellion. They have witnessed 10 miraculous plagues, escaped 400 years of slavery. They soon forget his many acts of kindness to them. Instead, they rebelled against him at the Red Sea, according to Psalm 106, verse 7. Second, forgetting makes us do foolish things. Yang sinabi niya. They got tired waiting for Moses at Mount Sinai, traded God with a statue of grass eating ox, according to Psalm 106, verse 20. Number three, forgetting ignites God's anger. 
They forgot all the good and mighty deeds of God, and God declared He would destroy them, according to Psalm 106, 21 to 30. That's why Laurie Stewart is convinced that forgetting God's goodness is a sin. Kailang kahuli nagpasalamat sa Panginoon sa mga bagay na meron ka? When was the last time you thank God for the blessings that you have right now, that you are enjoying right now? Psalm 103 verse 2, Praise the Lord my soul and forget not all His benefits. How, how not to forget the goodness of the Lord? First, write down what you prayed for. Because when you write it down, and then when you get to review all those things, you will realize that all those written down prayers of yours have been answered by God. Record those answered prayers. Record and ask yourself on internal motives why some prayers are unanswered. And lastly, praise God in your times of needs. Hindi ka lang magpupuri sa Panginoon dahil biniyayaan ka ng Panginoon. You praise the Lord even in your times of needs because God is shaping you as a person He wants you to be. That is why I'm going through this difficult time in my life because God is honing me to be someone else so that when the blessing is there, I am ready to receive the blessing and I can use that blessing so that I can bless others also. In verse 7-9 to nine it says, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs flowing out in the valleys and hills. A land of wheat, barley, of vines and of fig trees and pomegranates. A land of olive trees and honey. It would continue, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron and out of those or whose hills you can dig copper. Grabe yung pangako ng Panginoon. It is a promise no human power and human capacity could ever give you. And it's true, it has been prepared by the Lord. While God is honing Israel in the, in the wilderness, God has already prepared the land for them. Because when they are ready after 40 years, they have become ready. God rewarded them with a promised land. The last point is trust in God's promises. Kung wala pa, wag bumaba ang kalooban. Magantay. God is processing us so that when the blessing or when you are ready, the blessing is going to be given. Wag magmadali. There was a birthday party of a seven-year-old um, daughter of, of one of the members of Breakthrough that I prayed for. Sinabi ko sa kanya, habang bata ka pa, huwag kang magmadaling tumanda. Maglaro ka, huwag kang mag-makeup muna. Huwag ka munang tumingin sa mga kakaibang suot ng mga malalaking tao or mga matatandang babae. Enjoy whatever you have right now because time will come when God has given you His promise you will enjoy it more. Process, process, process. Hindi naman na nag-diet ka ng isang meal, bukas eh, nagbaba ka na ng five pounds. Amen? 
It's a process. Parang gusto nating makakuha tayo ng doctorate degree kaagad na parang pupunta lang tayo sa recto. No. Everything is a process. Five, ten, fifteen years. This is, I, this, I, I always hear this from my brother. Five, ten, fifteen years of your past honed you of who you are today. Your choices from your five, ten, fifteen years ago is what you are today. Trust God's promises. Hallelujah. In Isaiah 30, verse 15, it says, For thus said the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest you shall be saved. In quietness and in trust shall be your strength. But you were unwilling. In context, Israel was attacked by Assyrian army in this verse. The Lord offered his comfort and assurance that he will protect them, but Israel sought the help of Egypt instead. Sometimes we want things to happen quickly and in our own terms. We don't want God's process because we think it's tedious and long. So instead of trusting God's direction, we choose ours that we think better. Minsan akala natin mas matalino at maalam kasi tayo sa Dios. Amen. That's why He is omniscient because He is all-knowing. He is the ultimate criterion of truth and falsity. He is omnipresent because He is everywhere. His power and knowledge extend to all parts of His creation. And He is omnipotent because He is the total or He is in total control of everything, both in the natural and spiritual realms. Wait for God's timing. And trusting means first returning. Bumalik tayo sa Panginoon. If there is disobedience, go back to God. Second, rest. We don't, we don't have to strive to protect and guard ourselves when we trust the Lord. God is our best protector and guard. Resting in Him is a symbol of completely trusting in Him. Matulog ka. And let the Lord, allow the Lord to just move in your lives. Don't be in a haste. Wag kang magmadali, kapatid. Ang tagal naman, Lord. Seven years na ako naliligaw, di pa rin pa ako, Panginoon, sinasagot. Baka kasi pakiramdaman lang yung panliligaw mo. Sabihin mo kasi. Hindi yung, ah, 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 ah. Ayoko na. Diretsuhin mo. Third, ang sabi rito, quietness. We don't need to argue for our side. Lord kasi, talaga Lord eh. We don't need to argue for our side because He is on our side. He will move without us talking. Let's be quiet and witness God showcase His power and might. Relax ka lang. Don't be impatient. And lastly, confidence. We are not created to fear and be despair. We are created to win and overcome. Profound confidence is derived from a solid connection to the vine. If we are truly connected to the vine, to the source of life, and to the source of everything, 
you have confidence that you are going to be answered. And God is going to move you from a certain situation, from a certain difficult situation, to a situation where you feel the comfort, the embrace, and the love of God. Can we all clap the Lord, give the Lord a clap offering? Purihin ka, Panginoon, sa mga buhay. And as, as we distill these principles today, first, we have to be grateful as a response to God's provision. Because God has promised us a gift. We need to impress God's word in our hearts. Third, we forget not all His benefits. And lastly, we trust God's process. I'd like to share something. A testimony of a certain individual has been going through a very difficult situation. But God, God's hand is just moving mightily that his life has been changed because of God's grace. Hallelujah. A young man from a poor town in one of the provinces in Visayas, from a background of almost non-existent people in a community and perhaps no value in the eyes of many. Met Jesus during his teen years, teenage years, and committed his life to serve. Has a mother who is just relentless and unwilling to give her dreams for her children and brought the family to serve God no matter what, with full or empty stomach. He has an elder brother who he looks up to who went through the same amount of pain and difficult life. Surrounding tells that there is no hope. If you're going to look at the picture, there's no hope, never promising and no signs of coming out from a very difficult life of poverty. If you notice the picture, kawayan yung bahay, lupa yung sahig, pero sa gilid, they're very protected because may itak. Samurai. Do you know who that guy is? That is me. That was my high school graduation picture. We live in a very difficult life. Hallelujah. I'm sorry if I'm going to be a bit emotional here. We even lived in one of the squatters area in Alabang before. Kami dalawa magkapatid si Pastor Jeric. Pipila kami sa St. Jerome Church for a piece of bread and uh, a pack of juice. And we would hear people would say, nandito na naman yung mga langaw. So, ang gagawin na lang namin, sasabihin na lang namin, But we, when we met Jesus, because my mom suffered cardiac arrest when we were in high school, because of a very difficult life, perhaps we eat two or tri thrice a day, twice or thrice a day. Yung noodles na niluto namin sa umaga, yun din yung aming pagkain pagdating ng hapon. At imagine yung noodles na yung pag iniinit mo siya. 
Kasing taba na siya ng daliri ko sa hapon. But we did not stop serving the Lord. We continue to serve God. We don't know how the future looks like. With that situation, can you see the future? That is a very unpromising and zero potential kind of surroundings. But when you remember God's provision, that once in your life, your dying mom has raised from that kind of situation, God restored her, her health. He's back. She was back on her feet. And we keep serving the Lord. You will be reminded that there is miracle in serving God. There is, I am here today standing in front of you. I cannot boast for anything. Because only God has made me who I am today. Yung i-interviewin ka sa first job mo na hindi ka halos i-interviewin kasi ang dami mong tagyawat. Hindi nila alam kung gagawin kang ahente o gagawin ka nilang tagalinis ng mga sasakyan nila. Because you are with mga atinista, mga taga-Yupi, taga-Lasal. Eh, ikaw taga-TUP ka lang eh. Ang tawag na namin, TUPan ng puwet. So magpapakitang gilas ka sa interview mo so that you will be accepted. And when that break was given by the Lord, I did not stop. I worked hard. Well, that was my contribution to the grace that the Lord has given me. I was 25 years old when I, when I became a manager. And right now I lead a company, three companies. I'm turning 44 this year. Is God good? God is good. Sa Leyte, walang nagtuturo ng English. Yung grammar ko noon, balibaliktad. Buti na lang, meron na ngayon. Pero pag tininan nyo naman, may rilo naman ako dati, I watch din yan. That is the goodness of the Lord. And my challenge for you today is that have you been in a difficult situation that God has moved you out from that place and brought you to a place where you are comfortable and you have seen the miracle of God? By the blood of Jesus, I have been saved. By the wounds of Jesus, redeemed. By the resurrecting power of Christ, uprooted from the change of poverty, now grateful and humbled by God's mercy, not worthy, but used for God's greater glory, with my wife, Sheila, my children, Julian and Tom and Jotham, I desire that you could experience the same love and power of God. I'd like to challenge you today to remember the goodness of the Lord in your life. And if you want to thank God, come forward. And we will thank the Lord with you.
And if you feel that sometimes you think that you attribute your success to yourself, come forward, we will pray for you. And let us ask God's forgiveness so that we will realize how good He is. Come forward. I'd like to invite our elders, our pastors, if you are here today, to pray for the congregation. The only one that separates the obedient children to those disobedient ones is the humility of our hearts. When we humble before the Lord, God is glorified. If you are praying for provision, kung nananalangin ka ng kapayapaan, restored relationship, bagong trabaho, if you're praying for that provision and you want us to pray for you, come forward. We are willing to walk with you in those prayers. Come church. Surrender your life before the Lord because God is willing to be there for you and for me. And if you are there in your seats, God can still reach you out. You can form five or four within you. Group yourself into five or four and pray for each other. And ask the Lord to just hear your prayers. Express your gratefulness. Express that you want to impress the Word of God in your life. Express that you will not forget all the benefits that God has given you. Express that you trust God's process in your life. Come on church, let's pray. Father God, may our lives be a sweet aroma of worship that rises to your throne. My prayer, Father God, is that you will use this life so that we can glorify your name more. That in every situation and season of our lives, we will remember your provision. That you will always remind us to guard our hearts so that when we experience success, we will remain in your word. We will remain in your promise. We will remain in humility. We will not boast about our strength. We will not boast about our achievements, but we will boast of the goodness of Jesus over our lives. So I pray right now, you change the hearts of your people. Transform us to be the being that you want us to be. Dalhin mo kami, Panginoon, sa isang mustura ng pagpupuri at pagpapasalamat na ikaw lamang na ang naitataas Panginoon at hindi kami o Diyos na ang pangalan lamang ni Jesus ang madidinig Panginoon ng buong mundo 
sa bawat success na meron kami, Panginoon. Hallelujah. That when we go to our offices, to our workplace, to our families, to our community, Jesus alone will be lifted high. Jesus alone will be glorified. Your name alone, Lord, not ours. May we remember your goodness, Father God. Jesus, hallelujah. Can we all raise our hands as we pray for the benediction? May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord keep you. May the Lord shine His face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His face upon you and give you His peace as you continually remember His provision and remain in the humility of the heart. In Jesus' name, shall everybody say, Amen! 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 Purihin natin ang ating Panginoon! Happy Sunday, Lighthouse! God bless you all! Happy Sunday! Praise the Lord!